positive vibrations to you and yours. Today is July 8th, 2020 on a Wednesday. You are now listening to The Crow Show. I'm your host, Torch the Poet. And I do hope that you are having an awesome day thus far. A day that is free from stress, no chaos, no drama. Just an overall serene day. If I'm not mistaken, I need to keep count. But if I'm not mistaken, this will be my 39th. If it's not my 39th, it's my 40th and I'm embarrassed that I didn't look. But um, nonetheless, this is yet another segment with On the Porch with Torch. Uh, And of course, you know, I am a 420 friendly podcast. So before I get on with the proceedings, I need to not I need to, but I am going to light my doobie. You know what I say? Light up if you got one as well. I do not own the rights to the instrumental playing in the background. So let's get on with what's on my mind. I feel like that we are now living in a nation that needs, and I do stress, needs validation. Um, If you look at social media in particular, um, some of the posts that I read some of the pictures that I see um, I feel like that particular person is really crying out for I won't even say attention but that particular person is crying out for some validation Um, and though I think every one of us uh, definitely yearns for validation I feel like Tuning, or pardon me, turning to the uh, to, to social media for validation. I feel like that's I don't know that could have its uh, its hiccups, metaphorically speaking, um, because the moment you turn to social media for validation, you're also opening yourself up to criticism. So that's that's kind of a catch twenty two, if you will, where you're putting your, putting yourself out there, hoping to receive validation, and then yet in return, um, you're getting a mixture of validation and then criticism. I feel like our nation also is doing its best to find salvation, more so in the government and organized religion. Than finding salvation within oneself. Um, by that, I feel like you know it's it's easier to rely on the government to determine your level of, of happiness, as well as it's easier to rely on organized religion and the many fables, aka scriptures. Um, as depicted in a lot of religious books Um, and if again my opinion if you're doing your best to find salvation in either of those two areas opposed to finding that salvation within yourself first 
on a spiritual level. Um, and, and spiritual does not mean that you can quote the Bible front and backward. It doesn't mean that, um, in my opinion. Spiritual to me is a, is a, is a direct connection with the Most High. And that's it, really. You know, like you understand that you're gifted uh, life. You know, if you woke up today, that's your gift. And you really shouldn't expect God to do anything more at all. Like it's all up to you because a lot of the resources you need are here in the universe. So I feel like people place a lot of. Uh, a lot, a lot of accountability on their government and on organized religion while placing very, very little accountability on his or herself. I feel like we also have become a nation that is so full of hatred that is fueled by a longstanding rivalry. Pardon me, I'm tongue-tied. Fueled by a longstanding rival, <laughs> rivalry man, I'm tongue-tied, between two Crayola colors. Um, And I I say Crayola colors because the reality is you're not white, you're not black, you know, um, that doesn't define your your ethnic origin and it definitely does not define your nationality. So if we as a nation can learn to get away from using these Crayola colors as a way to define someone's ethnic origin or define someone's uh, nationality I, I personally believe that that will begin the healing process um, I feel like we have a nation that does the thinking for its citizens and if you're looking at the times that we're living in now excuse me as I relight my joint But if you take a look at the times that we are living in now, I don't know how you could not see that the government is really, really controlling how we think, how we move, how we eat. They they certainly controlled how we were (laughs) were taking a shit damn near or, or better yet, the after effect would be, you know, using toilet paper to wipe our asses. They definitely controlled that because for a moment. There was such a, a scarce amount of toilet paper. I mean, you had to, <laughs> you know, you really had to to uh, scale back your usage of the amount of toilet paper that you were accustomed to using. Um, the government, in my opinion, certainly has damn near controlled when to when to breathe on your own without a mask. Uh, and the list probably goes on with a few more. Um, yet again, we, we as, as the people, and I mean of all shades, all skin complexions, we need to really, really take a step back and assess why are we letting things get so far out of our control? Why we why why are so many so quick to give over control to their government and or organized religion when time after time 
organized religion has failed. Governments have failed. But having a, a spiritual connection between you and the Most High, nine times out of ten, that won't fail. And if it does fail, it's only because at one time you somehow lost that connection. That's all. I don't feel like any of us get any special favors over the other person. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, you have some people that feel like, you know, hey, if, if I devote my life over to, to, to Christ and I believe that he's my, my, uh, oh gosh, he's the Holy Trinity. He, you know, he's the Holy Ghost. He's the son of God and he's God all in one. So you have some people who believe that they're going to get favors and that they get a passage into heaven. And I don't agree with that because these very same people live a life of hypocrisy and paganism. Yet they do their best to camouflage the reality and the truth that they don't want other people to really see. So to me, I'm like, you're living like such a strong form of hypocrisy and you're not really living in your truth. Therefore, how do you think you're like, how do you think God would really the most high would have you would really view that or does view that better yet? Um, I feel like we also have a nation that is indebted to other countries yet the interest rates on automobiles, loans, um, and home loans as well. Um, that's determined by your credit score as an individual person. It's not determined by your skin color. It's determined by your credit score. But yet, our government, who is well indebted to other countries, can't even keep up with its own bills, if you will, can't pay them on time, has defaulted on several loans, if you will. Um, however, yet there's so much control when it comes to financing and loans that, again, if you don't have a great credit score, you're not going to get a great interest rate. And once again, that's governmental control. We're a nation that doesn't offer free health free vision and or free dental care we're a nation where literally it costs money to live and it costs money to die because you have to be buried or cremated we are a country that when you think about these things things pardon me that I've outlined and there's a heck of a lot more that many of you listening can definitely bring to the table and outline and outline. Pardon me. Um, I want you to really take a step back and, and, and think when has. When has our government really been in our corner or in your corner? What have you? Um, I'm not saying that this this is not a great country. Definitely, it is, by all means. Um, it's almost the same theory as people who own a gun. As they say, it's not guns that kill people, it's people with guns 
that kill people. And so while we have a great country, um, to me, it's the people who want to control this country and how we live. It's those people that make the country have a certain symbolic reference of being a bully. Um, the youngest country and being one of the one of the biggest bullies. We've got to stop that. And if you look back and understand how this country was founded and then and the manner in which it was founded, to me you would have to, to wake up and see that well damn we can't keep this method of separatism going because that is one of the many principles that this country was founded upon and so we have got to learn that we all have to come together in a collaborative effort to really make this world a better place you know and and that's why I keep stressing about all of our lives matter we can't keep having separatism and it doesn't make me uh a misguided or a misinformed man of color to say and, and stress that hey we need all lives to matter you know you have babies that are born every day and they're born into this crazy world that we live in and it's really really getting crazier yet they're born into this shit so it's not fair for any one of us to keep up a jaded perception and then place it upon the shoulders of a newly born generation that's not right that's not right and with so much technology and so many ways for us all to come together in a harmonious and peaceful way there should be no excuse for any one of us no matter what complexion you are there should be no excuse pardon me for any one of us to hate each other you may not like someone because of a true definitive point and that's fine but hatred to the point that you want to kill that's absurd and it's ridiculous and again that's on both sides of these two Crayola colors that have been at a rivalry I hope I said that correctly because I'm so, so tongue tied they have been in a rivalry for years pardon me for centuries and when you don't see any conclusion to an ongoing war, who the fuck's going to wave the flag in peace and say, hey, let's work together. Your life matters. My life matters. His life matters. Her, life's matter, her life matters. Their life matters or their lives, pardon me, matter matters <laughs> uh, but you know I mean I, I'm, I'm sure you all can understand what I mean like I'm tired man like you know like this shit it's like it it, it it won't stop man like it won't stop and you know when do we get it like when do we as a people really sit down and get that this can't be life where you wake up to hate someone or you uh, 
you look at the color of his or her skin and it makes you want to do some type of crime. Um, Because I was talking with my boys podcast and and I'm taking deep breaths, man, because this shit brings tears to my eyes. And I I try to get emotional on a a segment, but um, I was talking with my boy last night on his podcast about the fact that it, it just really seems like people don't honestly get it. When you grow up in an area like Chicago, for example, we don't we don't have to duck brothers and sisters uh, who are of a European descent. Because I'm trying not to use the word black and white. Um, when we usually come time to to duck shots or you getting into fights it's usually with brothers and those sisters that have the same complexion as you and or have the same ethnic origin as you as well as a few hispanic brothers and sisters who again still pretty much have the same shade of, of complexion as you and the same ethnic origin as you my point being, just to make it easier to say this, where I come from, I wasn't ducking shots from white brothers and sisters. I was ducking shots from black brothers and sisters. Well, I had to worry about, so I'm not going to front and say I had to duck shots, but I, I, I didn't have to worry about a white brother or sister approaching me on some gang related shit. But the possibility of trying to air me out. The motherfucker that did shoot me, a Latin king, his skin complexion was brown. So, I really think that if my brothers and sisters of color can open their eyes and see that, like, yo, let's be fucking for real, man. Homie. There's a lot of areas I cannot go into, especially if I'm banging my motherfucking hat to the right. There's a lot of areas I cannot walk into without having a motherfucker either shooting at me, trying to throw down the forks on some disrespectful shit, or wanting to jump my ass. But guess what? The probability that a white, again, I have to, a Crayola color white brother will be involved in that type of mix man dude that's it's probably the same probability of a motherfucker dying from covid if y'all check the fucking statistics on some real shit you know what i'm saying like literally dying from covid not a, not an underlying condition dying from it that probability you know what i'm saying it's it's i feel like that's the same equation when it comes to a, to a, a white brother being involved in some gang related shit and then boom because yeah it could happen same thing with this whole COVID-19 shit but again a lot of people don't mention the underlying conditions regarding someone passing away who somehow contracted that bioengineered weapon slash virus and then whatever underlying condition that he or she may have had is what really was a cause of his or her death 
or transition better yet. I don't like using that word death. So I don't want anyone to beat me up. I'm just giving my opinion. I could be wrong with my opinion, but that's the beautiful thing. I have a right to my opinion. And that's something else I feel like this nation is is is, is starting to, to go toward. All this motherfucking sensitive shit. You know, I, I understand being PC, which is politic politically correct. I understand that. But you know, I don't I don't need to have someone trying to intently censor my speech and and control the way I think. Fuck that and fuck you. No. No. And this world is definitely getting to that point and it's ridiculous. No one doesn't have to like your ass. <laughs> Shit. Someone cannot like you just because they think you walk funny. So what? What the fuck do you care? So what? As long as you're not as long as you're not trying to attack me or call me any type of derogatory names to be candid, who, who, who gives a fuck whether or not you like me? And this nation is becoming way too motherfucking sensitive, man. Way too damn sensitive. I feel like you can't. I feel like you can't barely, barely sneeze in front of somebody without them looking at you and giving you some type of weird fucking look. And acting so fucking like, oh my gosh, maybe you have the COVID. I don't like the way that the world is getting to a point where I can't make a fucking joke. I can't go out and say, you know, well, shit, you know, you know, Jesus is a nigga because he's working on colorful time because he's been taking too damn long to come back since the days of slavery. I can't say some shit like that to some some people because, again, they take it so damn sensitive. Oh my gosh, you're calling Jesus a nigga. Fuck out of here, bro. I'm having fun with it. Lighten up. You know, some of you motherfuckers won't be serious when you need to be serious, like fighting for the right to say, I have a right to choose. Some of you won't fight for that. Some of you won't fight for your own brother, sister and or neighbor when you see some form of inequality. And I'm not talking based on, again, shade or the the, the skin shade or the complexion. I'm talking and this happens in every community. It could be. Again, a Crayola color uh, uh, black family who's just they don't like a, a Crayola color white family just because the Crayola color uh, Crayola white color family is like just that, <laughs> you know, like they, they are not of the same complexion. And I think it's stupid as fuck, man. I do, and it happens in a lot, a lot of communities, a lot of states, and I don't understand why. Like, if if you're taught love, and and you you claim to be such a, a Christian, and you're reading you're reading the Bible. Actually, I won't I won't only say Christianity, but of any organized religion. So you mean to tell me that God has taught you to love only the race that you feel defines or that you can associate with um, or defines you, pardon me, and you can associate with like that doesn't make sense. Like you're you're supposed to love all of the most highest creations from a mosquito to 
that neighbor who is a different skin complexion than you. So it's it's so oxymoronic. And again, this happens with that Crayola color white and with the Crayola color black. It happens. And I don't understand that. And when I, when I ask the Crayola color, uh, 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 pardon me, when I ask my, I'm going to stop saying Crayola color because fuck it. I think y'all got the damn point. Um, but when I ask my, my white brothers and my white sisters why, no one can really understand or explain why. You know, there's hatred way back in their family against the black race. And then when you ask the black race, it's because you feel or, or, or ancestors feel as though or elders, better yet, feel as though, hey, all the shit that I had to put up with growing up, which I get. I definitely get. We don't live in those times no more. And yeah, we still have a lot of inequality. We do. However, there's also inequality that is experienced in every ethnic race. Everyone. And it's on all different levels. So when do we finally get it and say enough's enough and we all come together and work together instead of working against each other? This shit is not proving anything. We can tear down all the motherfucking statues that represent slavery, represent racism. We could tear down all them, all these, these memorials that represent oppression. We can do all that. You're right. What the fuck is it really going to change? What happened already took place. You can't go back and wipe out the history. So what, what does that really change? You think the next generation, those... Uh, of of those who are white, those who are black, you really think that, that that this next generation is going to give a fuck about any statues that were removed? I, I like I like I, I and I'm not trying to talk against it. I'm just being candid. Like, do you really think that's going to affect the next generation in any way? And if you do, awesome. I personally don't feel like it will because. It, this, this may or may not be taught in history I, I don't know how history is taught this day and age my baby is 19 so I, you know I, I, I don't know my baby girl is 19 years young so I, I, I have no clue how they do history teaching now however what if it's not put in any type of history books or however classes are taught online now I guess so what if it's not put into any type of program then what I mean, these kids are not going to benefit. We're not benefiting from benefiting. Pardon me from those statues being taken down. In my opinion, what what has it done different in your life? Let's be candid. You let me know. People can drop me a line. You let me know. What has that done? What difference, better yet, has these statues? Statue. Damn, tongue tied. These statues being taken down. Statues of, of, again, representation of slavery, oppression, the pain. What, ha- what, what, what difference have you seen in your life since these have been removed? These historical artifacts have been removed. And like I said, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have been. I'm just saying I would like someone to really put that and drop me uh, 
I guess you could put it in the reviews, if you will. But I want someone to go ahead and drop that that little nugget to me and let me know what difference have you personally experienced as a result of these historical artifacts being taken down. I don't record these podcasts to intentionally offend anyone. And if I did offend you, I'm not going to apologize. I have a right to my opinion as you have a right to yours. Um, Like I said, we've become too sensitive in this country. And I don't think, better yet, I know I did not state anything that one would find offensive on this, this segment. So if someone's trying to find something offensive, just that you brought your fucking shovel and you're trying to find something offensive. I am tired of the tone and in this beautiful country of ours. It's like you have to fucking walk on eggshells and enough's enough, man. It's making shit too fucking uncomfortable. We should be able to speak our minds with respect and dignity, of course, but fuck, I don't want to feel like I'm walking on eggshells. Enough's enough, people. The true opposition is not that person who is a different shade than you, a different skin complexion than you. Wake up. (laughs) Realize that. Sure as shit, man, I could sit up here and smoke a, a doobie with someone who does not have the same skin complexion as I. And we can have a great time. Laugh, chill, drink perhaps. You know, what have you. So to me, common sense will tell you all, the opposition is not necessarily your next door neighbor, your co-worker, your peer, high school classmate. Not, not, not in all cases, no. A lot of times, we have to go back and, and see where, where did all this derive? Where from, better yet, did all this derive? And in my opinion, the government and its fucking formula or formulas that are constantly evolving to fuck with us all since we are expendable experiments. Gotta wake up. Gotta wake up. You know, gotta wake up. Peace and blessings. Thank you for listening. And I mean it. I really do mean it. If any of my listeners, you felt offended in any way by this segment, oh well. And I and I mean that, oh well. Because you know what? What you eat does not make me shit. And you don't pay my bills. And I don't pay your bills. So you have a right to your opinion. And the the right to express it in a dignified and respectful manner. Just as I do. And just as I did. Remember people. Put a smile on someone's face today. And tomorrow. Starting with your own. I love each of you. Rather than hate any one of you Because hate has no place in my world And hate requires way too much energy energy, (laughs) As opposed to love which is effortlessly given Sorry for the background alert 
So with that being said, I thank you all. Have an awesome day. If you are the offended type, learn to lighten up a little bit. You know, I believe in the law of attraction and and the secret and, and, you know, everyone has a right to his or her opinion. Now, whether whether, whether you choose to believe it or you choose to not believe it, it's your choice. However, don't take things too seriously when it comes to someone giving his or her opinion. Um, so serious to the point that you feel like it has to, it has to, it has to affect how you will continue with your forward momentum. We'll chat soon. Peace and blessings.